the podcast you are about to listen to is occasionally blasphemous, often inappropriate, and generally deeply weird. Please don't at us. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. More on that story as it develops. And in environmental news, ornithologists around the world have been raising concerns about the unusual behaviour of Britain's birds. At this time of year, we would normally expect to see the return of birds that flew south for the winter, but experts have noted a substantial delay in migratory patterns. With the population of domestic birds also dropping, the National Association of Birdwatchers has called for an inquiry, attributing the problem to unusual weather patterns, climate change and the impending apocalypse. Steve, we're professionals, I'm not reading... Well, who said it? Bird Truther 69? Jesus Christ, Steve, you can't get your sources off Twitter. I don't care about Discord, Steve. Just hand me the... Thanks. And in other news, Daniel McLeod is getting married in a few weeks and he and the boys are on their way to Vegas? Oh, for fuck's sake. Steve, you're fired. Here's the weather. Welcome to episode two of Lads on Tour, a podcast where we play D&D to tell the story of a stag do that's been waylaid by the onset of the biblical apocalypse. My name is Susie Ray and I will be your dungeon master. This week, guys, from a horrible icebreaker game, can you all please tell me your favourite anecdote about you and the groom? And Joe, do you want to start us off? Uh, sure. Uh, my name is JJ Harwood, aka Joe, and I play Guy Chapman, bard and perfectly normal, regular human man who's definitely not a demon in disguise. Why? Why would you bring that up? That's that's a weird thing to say. Um, and I think Guy's favourite memory uh, of Danny the groom. Um, first of all, he finds it pretty difficult to settle on a favourite memory of Danny because Danny's just such a nice guy. But I guess if he had to pick, it would probably be one from, uh, the most recent Christmas. Um, being a perfectly normal, regular human man, uh, Guy was not aware that Christmas was an important time of year for some people, <laughs> and kind of treated it. Surely demons know though, because they got a whole they got a whole relationship yeah, with guys that are side of things. Idiot. Guys are perfectly yeah, normal, point. regular human man. I feel like you I've said been clear on about this. Demons. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry. I made a mistake. Yeah, sorry, fucked up. Uh, so he just treated it as a completely normal day. Um, and when he received a message from Danny wishing him a happy Christmas, it kind of became clear uh, to Danny that Guy was spending Christmas by himself. And uh, so a couple of hours later, Danny turned up at Guy's flat and invited him around for Christmas dinner. And Guy was at first quite bemused by the whole thing, um, but Danny and Kat made him feel really welcome and he had a lovely time. A couple of days later, he panicked because he realised that he was supposed to have bought them presents. And so he went out to the January sale and bought them the most expensive thing that he can find. And that is also how Danny and Kat have a 76-inch plasma screen TV. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I see you're taking up Faye's thing of giving me stories that are going to make me feel like an asshole when I do anything. Thanks. Um, Faye, do you want to, speaking of making me feel like an asshole, (laughs) Faye, do you want to go next? Why, why not? Um, 
Okay, so uh, I'm Faye Evans. I play uh, Lucas Rossi, a good boy, a very good boy. And um, Lucas's favourite memory of Daniel is the first time that they really spent time together um, with the Scouts. So they'd seen each other around, you know, because they both were volunteering, but they were going away for a weekend to Llangoranog um, in South Wales, um, which is, I'm pretty sure, a place that Scouts go schools definitely do and it's cold um but it's a it's a fun place and you can go on camping and do outdoor things this is not an ad actually Rory cut the name I'll make something up um we're not sponsored by South I, Wales we are Welsh. not sponsored if by San Granog we are not sponsored by Wales yet Wales if you want if you if if you want sponsorship you're gonna have to pay Yes, uh, a lot. Um, please, please uh, bill England for all of the money they steal from us. Um, <laughs> it's on the England account. Yes, it's on the England account. Uh, they they can take care of it. Anyway, <laughs> so they went on a trip with the scouts for the weekend. And um, so there's a boy sat by the fire alone, and it's uh, this guy, Chris. And uh, Lucas went over to have a chat with him and see how he was doing. And he was just really lonely and, you know, he was feeling not that great because he didn't have that many friends there so Lucas is talking to him and I don't feel like Lucas was doing the best job even though he was trying really really hard um to you know get him to feel good and you know he can make friends and stuff um and then Dan came over because he'd clearly seen them talking was like you're right guys how's it going and they all just had a really nice chat together and Lucas just felt so lifted and genuinely like happy being around him and they had such good chat you know and it's honestly one of the first times Lucas has really felt that like real spark of friendship and he saw it in Chris as well he saw him feel happier and and I feel like it really gave him hope and Lucas was so so thankful but he kind of brushed it off as like oh well that was really lovely but obviously we're not going to be pals because Daniel is really cool and whatever and the next day you know Daniel came right up to him and was like, come on, let's go. We're going to go kayaking. And they've been friends ever since. And it's just such a precious memory to Lucas because it's honestly the first time he's felt like one of the guys and he just felt really cool oh. and like a pal. And they've been such good friends. So. Oh, Lucas. And next next week for the intro, Faye's actually just going to come over to my house and repeatedly punch me in the face. <laughs> Must not mock Ernest intro. <laughs> Uh, so lucas just gave this guy a kidney right um and the the crazy thing was it turned out it was nelson mandela and he didn't need one exactly but it's never a bad thing to have one i mean he didn't get into heaven (laughs) maybe he should have given nelson mandela a kidney he should have given him two (laughs) that's what dialysis machines are for uh rory do you want to go next Hi, um, sure. My name's Rory McDuff, and I play Greg Roomba, um, a naughty little boy who's also a rogue. And I'm going to say that every time, because you can't see what they do on the Zoom, but it's not good. It's I not despise good, folks. you. Despise <laughs> no one enjoys it. This. You're right to do it. Um, and what's Greg's like best memory with Danny? It was kind of like, um, they were... Um, so he he hung around a lot with Daniel when um, when he was when he, when he was a boy and Carlini and they grew up together and um, they um, one um, one Saturday afternoon um, they were um, 
they were just they were just walking around in the in in the woods. They didn't have anything else to do. They're about fourteen, thirteen, fourteen, and yeah, they just wander out of the woods and um, yeah, they're just having they're having a grand old time and just kind of just just larks. Do 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 children do larks? I think I so. believe children still right. still do larks. It's on the, yeah, the, the TikTok. So. Yeah, <laughs> well, they did in the early two thousands, and that's what's important. And um, yeah, they 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 saw this kind of weird, like just kind of bunker looking thing, like just this kind of this big concrete blocky build, just in mm. the middle of this of, of of the woodland, and there was just nothing around, no no road, no no access or anything. And they were going to go over and they were going to like in, investigate it. So. Um, uh, uh, Daniel kind of turns and says, "Oh, come on, we've got to, got to, got to go over." And uh, but then he, he suddenly he, th- th- there's, there's just like a little kind of little fall off a hill, and he just takes this little tumble, and he hurts his leg. And Daniel was, "Oh, I fuck, I've broken my leg." Um, he hadn't broken his leg; he was fine. But um, <laughs> Greg carried him all the way back to Carlini, and it just made Greg feel like, "Oh, you know what? I am." I am, I'm a good guy, you know, I'm something about Daniel kind of makes me better. And I, and that was, that was really sweet for him. It tracks, it tracks that Greg's favorite memory is something that makes (laughs) Greg the good guy, as opposed to something actually nice about Dan. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, well, well, later on they went back to, to kind of check out the, um, the weird abandoned bunker thing. Um, and there was nothing in it except it was full of porn. It was full of woods porn. <laughs> porn like, um, just, just tons of it. Tons of the stuff. Nice. So there you go. Favourite memory. <laughs> Do people still find woods porn? Is that a thing anymore? They did in the early 2000s. I've never um, found any woods porn. I don't I've think I've been looking hard enough. This year, and I've not found, found that much porn. Fans, yeah. write in if you've ever found woods porn. <laughs> yeah, tweet us. It's um, at Pods on Tour if you've found woods porn. Um, or if you haven't, and you know, um, and, but you have opinions on it, just just get involved in the conversation. <laughs> but please, please do not send us any uh, any examples. <laughs> no, if, if you want to send any Woods porn, is um, at Susie J Ray. Um, it's yeah, at Woods. Off. The point of Woods porn is that it's in the woods. Exactly, that's true. Sam, Sam it's twenty twenty one. Woods porn is now on, on the internet. Oh no! Surely it breaks some kind of code. It's digital. If you digitise woods porn, as long as it's a photo of the porn in the woods, it's still woods porn. So it's context. I'm trying so hard to think of a woods porn internet pun, and I can't, and I hate myself. <laughs> well, it's got, or surely it's got woods. Mm. Thank woods you. Porn. That was pretty good. <laughs> Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I'm Sam Ferguson, and I am playing Artem Volkov uh, for Lads on Tour, who is the future brother-in-law of Dan uh, and is a ranger. Uh, And his fondest memory of Dan is actually the first time he met Dan, which was when uh, Dan was invited over for a family dinner, which was always quite a big event in the Volkov household, mostly because uh, Kat and Artem's parents... Anatoly and Irina are very rarely in the same house. Uh, And Anatoly, uh, Artem's sort of rather stern and imposing father, uh, had been put on his best behaviour by Kat and threatened with violence if he did anything to try and scare off this particular boyfriend. Uh, And the dinner was fine and everything was going sort of, you know, normally and Dan seemed like a pretty nice guy. Uh, But the reason Artem has such a fond memory of this is that after dinner, uh, Anatoly took out the trivial pursuit. And in this household, Anatoly has never been beaten. 
Not necessarily because he's really good at it, just because everyone is so scared of upsetting him <laughs> that they let him win. Uh, now, Dan had not been prepped for this, did not know, and wiped the floor with him. Uh, and the reason Artem loves this so much is sitting at the other end of the table and watching his father grow slowly more and more purple as he retained the rage and did what his daughter told him and tried not to explode at this man who had come into his house and beaten him at Trivial Pursuit. Uh, And then when they said goodbye to Dan, he uh, went upstairs and heard screaming from the kitchen and the smashing of plates. Uh, and he will retain the sound of those smashing plates for the rest of his life. Amazing. This guy goes into his house, beats the shit out of him at Driven Pursuit, and then fucks his daughter. <laughs> that is a lot. What a bastard. <laughs> what a lad. <laughs> Respect. We love him, folks. Right, so last time I left you guys, you had just been in a slightly inconvenient little plane crash, found yourselves in the middle of nowhere, weren't really sure what was going on, the apocalypse seemed to be happening, hard to say. Slightly inconvenient, yeah, it was slightly inconvenient, I think would be the way I would put that. That's how I describe most plane crashes. Um, Your good friend Guy revealed that he may or may not be a demon, hard to say at this point. Um, but before you could really get that much into it, what seemed to be an undead pilot came crawling out of the plane. So in a minute, I'm going to get you guys to roll initiative. But before that, I'm going to give you guys one round. So one chance each to look for a weapon. Oh, schnit. Uh, do you want me to make a roll for it? Yeah, Sam, do you want to roll um, an investigation check, please? Uh, okay, that is... Where's investigation? There it is. That is an 18. Fucking A. Cool. So you are, you happen to be standing quite near the cargo hold of the plane, which is basically just like spilling open at this point. So there's a lot of like people's suitcases, shit lying around, which might be useful for looking through later. Um, you open a case. You see this, it's like a long, like hard case. eh? (laughs) And because of your background as a posh boy, you you feel like you know what this is. You open it, and inside is a sporting pistol, like one of those sport shooty like guns. I don't know how. To, I don't know anything thing? about guns. Yeah, the shoot like, shooty gun. It's like a one shot big gun. Nice. And that is going shooter. to have. I know what you mean. As as I'll a real life posh up. boy. As a real life posh boy, shooty gun. Shooty gun. Got it. One gun. shot. One shot. Um, and that's going to have longbow stats, just for the D&D fans in the audience. Nice. And in the game, I guess. Um, also, actually, for an 18, I will... S- nah, nah. You can get that on a later check. You have a gun. I'll take a gun. <laughs> that's pretty good. I mean, I think finding a gun on a plane is pretty good, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Also, when someone says, you have one shot to find a weapon, and you find a gun, I feel like I've won. <laughs> Like, I'm just I like, that. Weapon. Congrats. I understood the assignment. Um, cool. Uh, Does anyone else have anything they want to look for? Well, I do not fancy my odds with the investigation check because mm. Guy, bless him, is not smart. Um, so I would like to use the bottle opener that Danny gave me as like a kind of knuckle duster type thing 
or maybe a dagger depends on yes. the shape of it so i am going to give that um rapier stats cracking thank you but also wanna, you trip yeah. over a gun <laughs> <laughs> and then you look at it and go uh nah actually could you just humor me could you roll a perception check oh dear here we go <laughs> Uh, oh, uh, that is a natural 20 minus one, so 19. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, what the so you, you put your hand in your pocket to pull out your bottle opener. You find it, but also in your, like, your jeans pocket, you find your kazoo. Yes! Fuck yes! <laughs> Tucked just neatly back in your, back in your jeans pocket. Oh, thank God. Uh, so thank, thank God. God, the kazoo is there. Otherwise, the podcast. Would be Otherwise, ruined. this day would have been a whole bust. But now, at last, things have turned around. Don't worry, guys. Lucas and Greg, are you? Yes, I would love to look for a weapon, but I would also really like to get hold of my Bible. Yes, yeah, so your Bible is probably on your person. You were very yeah. nervous. It's a little travel Bible. I'd say it's like in yeah. your coat pocket. Uh, that that can be a um a plus one spell casting focus. Yes. Okay. Fantastic. Your... Like all Bibles. Like all, like all Bibles. True Bibles. <laughs> that's that's actually great because it does make Lucas feel like a lot more secure and strong. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, do you want to roll what else are you looking for? Uh yeah, so I I think I'm just looking for something I can hit very hard with. So being in the scouts I'll be looking for I don't know, a big stick or just a piece of metal, like if there's something that's broken off the plane. Cool, give me an investigation check. Ooh, that's an 18. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, you find like, say it's basically just like a metal bar, like in a part of the plane. It is no longer part of the plane. It's, um, It's one of the smaller, like a bit snapped off one of the smaller propellers. Mm. And I'm going to let you have uh, longsword stats for that, because he's a paladin. He's a paladin, thank you very much. Um, and Greg, do you want to... Yeah, okay. Um, I'm... Yeah, I guess I'm I'm just... I'm looking around desperately for anything small and sharp that I could sort of brandish at this um, motherfucker crawling his way out of the... the... <laughs> Cockpit. Yeah, nice. Roll. So, in, so go on. Sorry, uh, I was going to say roll investigation. Okay, that's good because I have a minus one to that. Uh, Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay, wow. yeah, you find some bits of metal. Cool. You find some like twisted bits of metal. Okay, I just pick up a bit of metal and kind of start. Uh, uh, and you can uh, have. But you a rogue. I said you find various bits. You've got a couple of smaller, like yeah, just like hand handful of metal. I don't know how to describe that. Small bit of metal. Shards. Like a Coke can, but it's pointy. Um, (laughs) Actually, you know what? I'll I'll rip a Coke can in half to create the (laughs) ultimate weapon. Okay, those are daggers now. (laughs) Shit. Those are daggers. daggers. Um, And I will let you have a rapier stats, like a bigger one as well. Cool. Because daggers kind of suck. I know I know the stats mean that these are all pretty like fair and equal, but Artem is definitely looking around at the moment and feeling quite smart. <laughs> <laughs> he found a gun. Okay. And with that, can you all please roll initiative? Yeah. I hope I can get like a decent substitute for the Pokemon music while I'm doing it. <laughs> Okay. 
22. Nice. Oh, Me too. Nice. 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 Seven. Uh, Eleven. I just wasted my uh, wasted my first nat twenty on an initiative <laughs> roll. <laughs> um, what's your initiative bonus? What does that take you up to? Zero. <laughs> okay, so twenty. Sweet. Okay, so this guy in a pilot's outfit with his face burned off, just like covered in cuts and like just looking gross as fuck he's got just metal sticking out of him um half of his jaw has been cracked off and he's crawling out of the cockpit through the windscreen towards you and artem you are up first so you've just cast around this like mix of stuff that's come tumbling out of the the baggage hold you found your gun (laughs) and yeah, what are you doing? Uh, okay, Artem is uh, just freaking out, uh, and it's just like, dude, bro, bro, I'm I'm fucking warning you, seriously, just t- stop, stop moving, uh, and then goes and stands uh, directly behind Guy, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and it's just like, fuck, shit, uh, 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 last chance, or I shoot. And then, assuming the zombie keeps walking towards him, he is going to, uh, first of all, he's going to use Favoured Foe, because he's concentrating on this zombie, Uh, and then he is going to shoot his pistol, uh, aiming for the leg, I think. Aiming for the leg. Okay, roll your attack, please. That is a, ooh, 17 plus 6, 23 to hit. I mean, that does hit, this is your level 1. Uh, that hits, so would you like to roll damage, please? Uh, nice. So that's a d8 and a d4 for a total of 7 plus dex, which is 11. 11 damage. Fucking hell, well done. Nice. So yeah, Artem, you are sort of a little bit cowering behind Guy, and when this guy keeps shambling towards you, you just, like take a shot at him and you hit him in the thigh and it just takes this chunk of meat out and you feel like there should be more blood than there is. Uh, like if you shot not? someone in the thigh, it should bleed. It It's a bit sort of, I want to say sticky rather than dry, <laughs> but it's just like congealed. Uh, when he sees the uh. sort of chunk of meat fly off, he just lets out a little shriek. Beautiful. Oh, nice one, mate. You got him. Fucking stop him. Guy, do something. You say guy, do something. Lucas is up next. (laughs) Um, I'm wondering if my uh, divine sense tells me anything about this. I feel like I'm Um, holding my Bible. Does it tell me anything? (laughs) (laughs) Does your Bible often talk to you? So, Lucas, you're, you're looking at this guy, like, shambling towards you. Like a massive chunk out of his leg, just not looking, not looking great. Gotta say, just as a person, yeah. and you just really, you just know in your heart, in your pure little heart, this guy is undead. This guy is not living anymore, okay. and this is probably more believable to you than some of the others because, you know, you believe in the Bible, um, yeah. so it's not unreasonable to you. And yeah, like Jesus. Also... This happened to Jesus, so it's not. This did happen to Jesus, but you're also. Um, do you want to really quickly roll me an insight? Uh, not an insight. A religion check. 
certainly will. <laughs> Pulling out all of the, the checks that no one ever rolls. Got a that nature a check last week. Non-natural 20. Ooh. Fantastic. Mm. Yeah, Lucas. You, as you watch this guy coming towards you and you kind of realise that you're like, this guy is... This guy is dead. This guy is dead and he is moving and th- you have the Book of Revelations ticking through your mind and you're like, the dead are rising. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. Uh, oh what are you God. doing? Um, okay, so I'm obviously, like, one little chunk of my brain is is going through it and, and going, this is this is it, the dead are rising. But then there's the rest of my brain going, but, but I'm still here. I, I, don't, I don't understand. And then I suddenly get worried for all of the rest of my friends and I kind of immediately come to terms with the fact that he is possibly going to cause them harm. Uh, so I would like to smash his head in with my piece of metal. Incredible. Can you please roll your attack? Well, well. escalated. Uh, <laughs> that's a 17. 17. Um... That doesn't hit. Boo, no! Oh, can I, wait, can I, wait, can I add, can I add uh, plus one for, because of my Bible? That's only when you're doing spells. No! Okay, God. So damn. you just kind of charge oh. at him and you, we'll I thought for that. seconds that you were doing that because you'd sworn on the podcast and I was like, hey, what do you think this is? <laughs> and you're like, oh no, I said damn. <laughs> the sensors. Gosh and darn it. <laughs> Um, I got there eventually. My brain is <laughs> bad. Um, you just grab this bit of broken propeller, this like jagged broken propeller from the ground, and you run at him and you swing, and it just kind of like whiffs him. It just slides past him, but you are furious, and you're just like right up in front of this guy now, and he's kind of like moaning into your face in a just deeply upsettling way and it stinks and you're kind of like it might be because he's dead but he hasn't been dead that long and it might just be that this guy's breath is gross it's like being in a club (laughs) it is very similar to being in a club in many ways inexplicably there's a lot of like music (laughs) or as as he is recently dead there is probably shit in his pants probably yeah Yeah. just like being in a club um, and speaking of shit in his pants, the pilot is up next, so I'm gonna Uh-oh. get his Uh-oh. stats up. God. Finally, your first chance to actually physically hurt Lucas, rather <laughs> than just emotionally. <laughs> he is. The pilot just lunges at you and basically, like, attempts to bite you on the neck. Oh, no. Okay, so that was a crit. Uh-oh. That was also oh, no. my first roll of the series. So <laughs> I'm very happy for oh, me. Oh, good God. I think the folk. <laughs> Bye, Lucas. It's been fun. Did you have a Bye. backup fade? That was a crit to... plus four. Oh, I, could, I could certainly make one. <laughs> yeah, that's crit good. Plus four. <laughs> I mean. What's oh. your. What? How many <laughs> HP do you have? Oh, no. Not Nine. Enough. Okay, so that did um, that did twelve <laughs> damage. <laughs> okay, so no, wait, that is it's instant down. death. No, that's death, so, isn't it? Yeah, no, so it's, it's just no, no, it's not enough to be death. But yeah, I thought if it, you did your entire HP in one go, that was just death. No, I think no. you have to do your HP. You've got to be your, your entire HP, HP below. Oh, thank God. Okay, because so I was just if like, that, cool. I just done, if I'd done eighteen damage. <laughs> 
he would be dead and I'd have to reassess how I balance combat. <laughs> um, no, he's just unconscious. Otherwise that would be like really rough for level one characters. We'd just be churning through them. So this, you swing at this guy with a propeller and you miss and he like falls forward just without any skill or anything, just sort of falls face first onto your neck, teeth out, and just takes a chunk out of your neck. And you guys from a little bit further back just see Lucas like fall to the ground, not moving. Oh Ooh. shit. Oh fuck. <laughs> Tell my friends. I love them. <laughs> oh no. Uh, Greg, do something really funny and smart right now. Go. <laughs> okay, cool. Greg's going to scream like really loud, like a uh, like like a proper like really kind of falsetto ah! kind of um, thing. Beautiful. And um, then um, he's kind of, one of the pieces of metal he's he's, he's holding. He's just going to fucking chuck it at this this zombie. And he's just going to. I rolled a natural two, and uh, that's so that's a seven. Does that hit, Susie? Um, so that does not hit. Okie dokie. Um, Thanks, Level Greg. one characters, uh, bro. Um, I can then, um, but I, I, I have two weapon fighting, and I can still use this with a dagger, so I'm going to... Um, I, I throw it in, I guess it just bounces off the fuselage of the, the, pla- the, the plane, <laughs> and still screaming this whole time, I, with my other hand, I throw um, another one, and get um, an 11. <laughs> That also does not hit. <laughs> it just goes into the ground. It goes into Lucas's face. <laughs> that would be that one. Giving, giving him, yeah, giving him a death, a, a death saving throw failure immediately. Um. Well, that was a waste of a fucking turn. I run away a bit. <laughs> you, yeah, you run away a bit. Still screaming. Yeah, um, all the time. And guy, you're up next. Okay, well, Guy is going to uh, run over to where Lucas is uh, prone on the ground, and he's just going to like put his hand on Lucas's shoulder and be like, "You're all right, mate. Get up. You'll be okay." And he casts Healing Word. Oh, um, yes. So uh, you gain uh, hit points equal to one d four plus my spellcasting ability modifier. I will roll a d four now. Thank you. You're very welcome. Oh, it's a four uh, plus. Uh, my spell. That'll be charisma. What's your charisma modifier? Thank you. It is plus three, so that's seven hit points back. Oh my god! It's so really easy to heal level one characters. Yeah, Yeah. Um, so shit. So that was my bonus action, and for my action, I would like to turn to the pilot, yell, "Oh, I wank up!" and just stab him (laughs) with my (laughs) opener. Incredible! Please roll attack. (laughs) Let's see how this works. Also, that's the first thing Lucas Ooh. will see when he wakes up. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, that was a 10, so... That does not hit. But you have got your boy Luke... Um, Luke? Lucas, Lucas. back up. Um, so, cool, so... Top of the order. Bag. Artem, what you doing? Um, Artem is also going to run over uh, with Guy. And reloading his pistol as he does so with his second shot, uh, and is going to come and stand alongside them and uh, put the barrel of his gun on the uh, the zombie's head uh, and mutter, "Dodge this!" And can you roll? Take yeah, a shot. To roll. 
You definitely still have to roll for that. <laughs> uh, well, technically, cool, I think though. I roll with disadvantage because it's a ranged attack. <laughs> but... <laughs> um, but it's a cool range attack. You have homework, to teacher. Uh, yeah, roll with disadvantage. <laughs> uh, that is a 13. Yeah, that doesn't hit. So you go up, put the gun to his head, do a very cool line, and then the rebound is just a little bit stronger than you expect, and you would just end up, like, shooting a mile off. <laughs> Fuck! Shit! Uh, I, I back off a bit. Uh, cool. Um, Lucas, you again. You're back up. Oh, no. Um, so, I would like to uh, kind of grasp Guy's shoulder and just give it a squeeze, like a thank you squeeze sort of thing. Um, and he's going to squeeze the Bible in his other hand, then he's going to let go of Guy, and he's going to try again to bash this guy with his piece of metal. Cool, roll for it. What? I got natural 20! Ah! Yay! <laughs> I'm sorry, I just banged right. the tail of Rory. I was excited. Okay. We'll keep that one in. That, one, that one's fine. That's allowed. It was a good bang. Um, cool. Roll, roll your damage. Double the dice, please. 17. Oh. 17. Okay, oh, So you, mm. after getting, like, smashed to the fucking ground, you, um get up and just like furious at the situation smash this guy around the face and just like teeth go flying possibly one just like hits guy in the face as it goes <laughs> um, and basically this guy's entire the remainder of his jaw just like gets knocked clean off oh, um mm. vomits. he's up next <laughs> So what he's going to do is he is just going to, like, try and grab your throat and squeeze. I'm going to roll my dice. Oh. Don't like it. Uh, uh, uh. Don't like this at all. Um, that, that's a, that's a seven. So he goes to grab you, but he's been... There's blood in his eyes. He can't <laughs> see, and he just sort of... What he ends up doing is kind of like caressing your hair and you don't love it even someone as touched starved, starved as Lucas it's just a bit like oh that's not no. what I'm looking for strong no thank you and um Greg okay look Greg's still been screaming this entire time and he runs but 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 he, he however he sees all of this happening he sees um Lucas somehow just gets straight back up after <laughs> having been bitten by this guy, which is crazy. And then he, he kind of casts around, he gets out his, um, having chucked away these bits of metal, he, he gets the larger bit of metal he's found, <laughs> holds it out in front of him, and um, runs directly forward while screaming. And now I accept that this maybe doesn't meet, meet the dictionary definition of a sneak attack. <laughs> but... In D&D terms, that's what it is. Arguably, yes, this is a sneak attack. Because while you run directly at him with your bit of twisted metal screaming, he is distracted by caressing Lucas's hair. <laughs> it's quite soft. My guy has what the top quality like? three-in-one shampoo. <laughs> We'll we'll come back and we'll record a sort of a little segment on Lucas's hair care later on. I think uh, <laughs> seems fair. Um, so um, that's a plus five. 
Ooh, um, that's 20. That's a, a, a dirty 20 to hit. Yeah, fucking A, a that hits. Hits. A Dirty 20. Um, and um, that's a D8 plus 3 plus a D6. Let's see what happens. Uh, 13. 13 damage. So. I just sink it in. You hurtle towards him, just holding this bit of metal in both hands, just running straight at him. And still you screaming. Just, ah! Still screaming. And you just impale him like it goes the whole way through. And you feel it. It is visceral. You have probably, uh, I would assume, never stabbed someone before. And you like feel no. it going through the organs and cracking the rib cage, And it goes the whole way through his body. And your face is suddenly very close to his face, which is now extremely dead. Even more dead than it was when Deader. it began. Okay. It's like un- un-undead. <laughs> the double negative there he's, he's dead he's dead he's... you killed him oh nice one Hooray! I'm still screaming while all of this ah, I did you Artem continues what? to vomit what happened oh good one boys oh we're not no no you don't get to just say that you don't get to just say but, that but I, I, I thought you did a really good job though because you stabbed him and he's dead yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. what the before. fuck was that? What? No, no, no. Yeah, okay. Let's actually go back to that. What the fuck was that? Well, that was a zombie. Have you not seen the movies? <laughs> <laughs> Government <laughs> testing. Well, for starters, when they're in the movies, they're always called like Zeds or or, or, or creatures or the monstrous things or something like that. But oh, well, we can call them that if you want. We, we, we don't have to. The world does not care. Copyright laws no longer apply. We don't have to call them zombies. We can call them, like, um, Dave or Sharon or Charlie. Stop naming the fucking zombies and tell me what the fuck is going on. I've, I've, look, I've been very clear. I told you. It's the apocalypse. You, you get shit like this in the apocalypse. Artem uh, comes over and helps Lucas to his feet. Uh, and just as as he does so just sort of pats him on the shoulder and just says haha demon saved your life (laughs) (laughs) Uh, can I ask actually can I ask a question when Lucas was down did he see anything or was it just Mm. blackness ooh roll a religion check for me please darling this looks exciting that's a 19 okay so (gasps) no (laughs) <laughs> no oh, nothing not even like funny. a fucking when TV isn't working and you just get a screen that's like sorry for the sorry for the inconvenience <laughs> just just a straight up blackness. does that happen to you when you're unconscious <laughs> <laughs> yeah I get teletext <laughs> just like yeah. oh, oh my god good. remember <laughs> teletext <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> we're sorry for the inconvenience and we'll be with you shortly we're having an unusual number of people dying at the moment so please bear with us your soul is important to us you see, thank you and stay on the line you see absolutely nothing when you're down there is there is nothing and is Lucas under the impression that he was just unconscious or does he genuinely feel like he, he died he went somewhere he died and guy brought him back he he was just unconscious. Okay. To his knowledge, he doesn't feel like he went anywhere. He doesn't feel like any physically or spiritually any different. He just feels like he got 
he basically feels like he fainted. Like a guy okay. bit him real hard and he passed out and then <laughs> his good friend guy sort of brought him round Fair. with a friendly pat. Susan used case. to work on Sucky Hall Street, so... <laughs> Someone in one of my horrible nightclub jobs, one of the bouncers did actually get quite a a chunk of his arm flesh bitten oh. off by a man on <gasps> drugs. And he was really oh. upset because they ruined his tattoo. And I would say it was an ugly tattoo. So... Um, <laughs> but, um, but does a chunk missing make an ugly tattoo worse? I think it makes it look cooler. Okay, fair enough. Like a cool scar. Um, you can yeah, play it off like I was attacked the... by this zombie in a in a in a plane crash. In the same <laughs> fight, um, another guy. I like it, they were having a fight on the dance floor, and an entire fucking hunting knife fell out of his jacket. And when the police arrested him, uh, as they're wont to do when someone brings a hunting knife into a nightclub. He was like, oh, I'm Canadian, and I was told that everyone had knives in Glasgow, so I thought I'd bring my own. Fun anecdote about working in a city centre Glasgow nightclub. It was fine. (laughs) Sure. It's one word for it. Um, So, so, yeah, Lucas Lucas sees nothing. There's nothing. To to head, like, for all intents and purposes, he passed out. Okay, so he's going to assume that he passed out and be fine with that. Um, he feels weird about the fact that Guy brought him back and he's just going to kind of look at Artem and be like, mm, um, and ignore it. But he is going to go up to Guy and like shake his hand and like look into his face like, and be like, thank you. Oh, that's all right, mate. Don't worry about it. And, and he's, he'll show him more pictures of his cats later. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> So, real quick, from that one brief combat, you guys are going to level up to level two, because I hate level one and I think it's boring. Hooray! Yay! Well, I'm dying almost, so it's probably a good idea. Hooray I have me. no time for levels one and two. Spoiler, you're not going to be level two for long. And then you're awesome. going to be at level three forever. <laughs> yes, Enjoy bad. that. I'm going to give you a nice little taste of some useful skills and then you're just there. <laughs> yeah. Done. Right. So yeah, what are you? Um, what are you doing now? Like, just have a look around the place because I think we just we've kind of got out of this plane crash and we got out of the plane and we've seen a guy who wants to eat us <laughs> and <laughs> met a, got a weird phone call and 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 found out one of our mates is a demon, possibly. You can have a look around if you like. See if you can yeah. find anything. Um, I described it last week, but like you're in like a woodland clearing, essentially. You are next to the plane. There's probably all the regular stuff you would find on a plane. Joe, you have your hand up. I do. <laughs> um, I would like to try and call Danny, please. You want to try and call Danny? Okay. Yeah, I've um, got a phone. Take your, take your phone out. Yes. Uh, so Guy takes out his phone, which is a uh, Nokia burner phone. It looks like the sort of thing <laughs> that you could buy like from a suspicious kiosk by a news agent. <laughs> and he calls Danny. It doesn't even ring. Like, straight to just dead tone. Ooh, okay, Straight to okay. that, like, you know, that woman's voice that's like... The number you've dialed has not been yeah. recognised. <laughs> like, nothing. Uh, can I check mm. my phone quickly? Do I have signal? Mm, just roll me a d20. I have rolled a 15. 
You have one bar of signal. That's all I need. Uh, I'm going to go <laughs> back into the plane to get my bag. because I don't, No, I brought my bag out. I'm going to get my... I think my... you brought all your bags yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I immediately sit down on a nearby suitcase and uh, pull my laptop out of my bag and uh, connect to the internet via my Siren V3 secure phone. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Uh, I am very sorry to break it to Artem. Internet's not working. uh, A bead of sweat appears on Artem's (laughs) brow. Like a junkie suddenly aware that he has no stash. (laughs) <laughs> that like um you know the jumpy dinosaur game you can play on chrome mm. when the internet's down oh my god yes sorry artem does not use google chrome <laughs> what it's doubly weird that the jumpy dinosaur is there then isn't it sam it is weird uh it's weird it's on this like tor server or whatever the fuck he's on guy sees the jumpy dinosaur game and he's just like oh that looks really fun can I have a go? This guy, this is not the time or the place or the right internet browser for this game. No, no, I don't no, know you're what's right. Going on. You're right. I, I just, I just tried ringing Danny out, and I can't, I can't get through. So I think maybe, maybe he's had his phone nicked or something. Maybe he's had his phone. I'm calling my mum. I'm calling my mum. Can I try and call my mum? Yeah, try and call your mum. Um, D twenty. Another natural two, which is the worst roll I can get because I'm, I'm statted as a halfling, so I have lucky. So if I roll a one, <laughs> I just re-roll. <laughs> you take out your phone and you can't even turn it on. I knew I probably should have charged this. Uh, I'm going to text uh, birdtruther69. What are you texting, birdtruther69? I'm just going to say, what the fuck is going on? You were right. <laughs> Cool. You send your text to Birdtruther69. Hard to say, but it does seem... It doesn't bounce back. It does seem like the text has gone through. There's no immediate reply. Okay, guys. World, it looks like it might be ending. Government secrets now in the wild, hence the the zombie. Um, We need to bunker down and make sure that we have shelter before nightfall. I've trained for this situation. Can I run a... Survival check. Yeah, what are you trying to? I'm trying trying to. to, I'm just. I'm trying to see if there is anything near us that we can use for shelter because Lucas is freaking out and would like somewhere relatively safe to peruse his Bible. Um, He was going to ring Red Deb, but he's just seen everyone else's phones not work. Um. Yeah, roll a survival check. Uh, uh, that's a 14. There's a plane. <laughs> <laughs> Do we not think it's going to explode? It didn't explode when it crashed directly into the exactly. ground. Exactly! No, that, no, exactly, but the other way. <laughs> but isn't there, exactly. Is there isn't fire? there, like, fuel? Ooh, yeah, can we do, like, a perception check or something to try and figure out if the plane's going to explode? Um. Yes, I would say. Yeah, it's probably just perception. I don't think there's a like plain knowledge, plain investigation in this high fantasy game. <laughs> um, perception check. You said, ah, I got a fucking eight. God damn, I suck so much. Um, so there's a plane. 
<laughs> Guys, I think the plane's still here. <laughs> Look, why don't why don't we just see what's what's in the hold, and then we can uh, maybe maybe someone was going to do some camping. Why don't you just go back to hell? Oh yeah, uh, I could do that, but I think I was supposed to be doing some rapture stuff, and I sort of didn't. Oh, you might get in trouble that, in hell. Yes, this, maybe. This joke of yours guy is wearing quite thin. Let's check hold and then we will deal with you later, okay? Did you did you miss the part where uh, the zombie came out of the cockpit and then it bit Lucas and he sort of n- nearly died and then I just brought him back because I said, feel better, mate. <laughs> did uh, it, did you miss not- that? It is not difficult to bring back someone who is unconscious. I am also first aid trained guy. Uh, what's, and, what's first aid? Uh, as discussed, <laughs> it is very easy to explain zombies. Zombies are mainstay of Western culture. Like, <laughs> there is a virus, it is secret experiment, it is weapon. Could be anything. But, look, I mean, that guy didn't sneeze on any of us, so, so it's fine. Exactly. He did bite me, though. Yes, we, will, oh, we might yeah. have to kill you later, Lucas. We will keep an eye. Okay. <laughs> Greg takes a step away from Lucas. <laughs> it depends, because in some things you get bit, you turn into one. In others, you're fine. So it depends which movie we're in right now. feel fine. feel, uh... I mean, I don't feel fine. Um, but I don't feel unwell. I just feel, you know, um... Like my entire world has ended. But, you know, I don't feel unwell. That's okay. All of our worlds ended too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. True. It's sort of, you know, like the whole rapture thing. That's kind of. You're, it's meant to feel like that. Yeah. Um. I don't think I can cope with that at the moment. Um. Lucas, don't gonna... worry. There is no such thing as rapture or God. We'll just get on with this. <laughs> Lucas just sits on the floor and and takes out his Bible and just starts reading it. Just. Furiously, just looking for answers. Okay, that backfired. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, you're useful. Why don't you help me search hold? Yeah, yeah. Um, that guy was probably just on like drugs or something. You know what airline pilots are like? Constantly taking drugs. You drink enough five hour energy, you see a lot of shit. <laughs> Artem is going to go into the hold. Yeah, Greg's going to follow. Um, and Greg's going to give him help with whatever he's doing. I was going to say, um, Artem, can you please roll investigation and can you do that with advantage, please? Because you've got your nice. good pal Greg with you. The idea of Greg helping someone with an intelligence-based skill is very funny. <laughs> Greg's just pointing at Dumb stuff and going, what's over there? What's over there? <laughs> I think there's more hold. There's more bags. Um, do we need to check all of them? Or do you just want to check some of the bags? That is a 17 plus 4. So 21. Okay, so what kind of thing are you looking for? Like, basic survival gear. So, like, warm clothes. A tent would be amazing, but that feels like I'm pushing it. So, like, <laughs> so warm clothes, food, that kind of stuff. I did get a 21. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so this was this was a relatively big plane. Um, so, I would say, like, you can find warm clothes. You can find, like, you go through the bags. You can find coats. You can find... I don't know, socks, whatever you need. Um, I, you probably wouldn't find a tent. You also find a decent amount of food. It is predominantly, um, like, airline food. <laughs> you find a lot of 
peanuts. Yeah, you find a bunch of peanuts. Artem turns to Greg uh, and starts handing him packets of peanuts, just going, We need lots of peanuts. They are dense in energy, and salt <laughs> will keep you from getting the shits. Greg, Greg is just eating a pack every time uh, that he's um, <laughs> handed one. He just tears it open, just downs them, tears it open, downs them. So there's actually a, um, this is unrelated, this is vaguely related. There is a second edition, I think, magic item, which is one of my favourite magic items. It is called the Infinite Peanut, and it is a <laughs> peanut that produces more peanuts. And I like to think that one of these bags of peanuts is an infinite <laughs> bag of peanuts. Greg hasn't noticed that he's been eating one of those. It's like one of those tiny, tiny little um, airline bags of peanuts. He's been eating it for quite some time and it has just not gone down. This is in no way related to the plot. There's not like a, a lore thing behind the peanuts. There's just an infinite bag of peanuts and Greg has it now. Oh, uh, I have a question. You know yes. how when I was packing my suitcase with stag do? I brought some of the ingredients to make a cup of tea. <laughs> did I buy milk at the airport? But no, did you buy milk at the airport? Well, we didn't role play it, but also we were there for like several hours. Can we flash back to the airport? <laughs> <laughs> Danny, do you think I should buy some milk at the airport so we can get some good tea in America? Mate, I'm going to say no. <laughs> Oh, okay. Are right, you talking think, about want... buying milk at the airport? You know they have milk in America, right? Oh, yeah, I do. But, uh, like, apparently it's not good milk for tea. And I thought it might be nice if we could all have a cup of tea when we get there. <laughs> hey, Artem, Artem, this guy's buying oh. milk for, at the airport. <laughs> it's, it's very sensible. You don't want to buy milk in America. They put shit in the milk over there. Oh, you know what? You know what, guy? Yeah. Get some milk. Yeah, see? Yeah, see? Right, yeah. Like actual shit? I'm no, going like, to buy some stuff, milk. It, like, I saw some video where apparently it makes the frogs gay. So you got milk. <laughs> okay, and, and, my, and a gay frog. <laughs> and a gay frog. Or, obviously. potentially you didn't get milk because you were excited to find out about the gay frog. You were like, oh, that sounds like fun milk. If Danny said it was a good idea to get some milk, then Guy would have got some milk. Yeah, I feel like Danny was humouring you and Danny was like, yeah, get some milk. Um, okay, so I would like to see if I can find like uh, a bottle of water um, as well in the plane so that I can make us some tea. With yeah, so I would say, like, from, from Artem's 21, you found, like, the food stash on the plane. So you found bottled water, you found the tiny spirits, you found the little cans of Coke and the peanuts, and probably some more substantial food because it was a longer flight. Like, you found a decent amount of food on the plane. Um, you found some, basically, whatever clothes you want, you found, and, like, bits and bobs from people's suitcases. Um... <laughs> Um, you also find, okay, you know those umbrellas that look like swords? Yes! <laughs> you find one of those, and it has, um, short sword stats. <laughs> Holy shit. Yes. So, you have that now, that's yours. He just points at things with the sword from now on. Have you got a sword? Where'd you get a sword? Can I have a sword? No, fuck you, I found it. <laughs> oh. oh, that's what this new world's gonna be like. <laughs> yes, finders keepers. Lads, I'm gonna make a cup of tea. Does anyone want one? 
I How did. are you going to make a cup of tea? Well, because I've got some milk at the airport. And I have tea bags in my suitcase, and there's some water over there. Do you have a fire? Can you make a fire? I can make a fire. Oh, well, there we go. Yeah, I actually, yeah, I want a cup of tea. Sure. I will take a tea. Yeah, all right then. Cool. So you guys, Lucas makes a little fire. Uh, this is still, like, this is the middle of the night still. This is... Mm. Um, so yeah, Lucas makes a little fire far enough away from the plane that there's not a risk Thank of you yes. accidentally igniting some jet fuel. Thank you. Um, and you manage, <laughs> using all the stuff on the plane, you manage to cobble together like a decent cup of tea. Um, and it's, yeah, it's like a little camp. You're around the fire at the end of the world. There's a, the corpse of a pilot nearby. <laughs> Can we drag it off? <laughs> yeah, I mean... Oh yeah, uh, I'll, I'll, just fin- I'll just finish this first. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. <laughs> I checked my phone. Have, has anyone messaged me? Um, no. Shit. Okay, we should bed down for the night, and then I guess figure out what to do tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's. Yeah. We've we've got to work out where Danny's gone, haven't we? I think we should probably. Um, I think maybe one of us should should keep watch and I- I'm happy to take the first watch I'm sure mate you've had a hard day yeah um, yeah I've got you know I've got reading to do and stuff I can take the first watch alright well uh, I'll, I'll take the second one and you can you can wake me up if you want a bit of company yeah I'll, I'll go on the second one as well that's fine don't mind Artem <laughs> <laughs> uh, sort of uh, walks off towards the plane and just sort of goes um I don't really sleep that much, so if you need me to take over at any point, just let me know. Otherwise, I'm going to lie down. Okay. Cool. Did any of you have any thought, any things you wanted to do while you were doing the watch, or...? Um... Yes, Faye. <laughs> do, well, this is sad. Do I have any signal on my phone? Run, roll a d20, please. That's a 14. You have a one bar of signal, but you also, when you look at your phone, realise that you have a voicemail on your phone, which you haven't noticed before, but you also haven't looked at your phone since, like, you got on the plane. Yeah. The voicemail is from before the plane crashed. Okay. And the voicemail is from Kat. I would like to listen to it. So, yeah, you listen to it, and the voicemail is... Right, Lucas, listen, I... It's just garbled nonsense. So can we hear that again, just to make sure, to make sure we get all the details of it? <laughs> no. <laughs> so all I've, all I've been able to descend from it is that it's cat... And that she's said my name. Yeah, it definitely is Kat's voice. She said your name. And then you heard, we need, and then just everything else was cut out. Like, you don't know whether, you know, the signal was sketchy or something, but none of the rest of it comes through. Can I try and call her back? You try to call her back, and just like with Guy and Daniel, it's immediately like it it doesn't ring Lucas is going to think about this <laughs> does your psalm of the day app work 
<laughs> I, I mean, before the cat message, ironically, I was going to ask <laughs> if my cat webcam was working. Oh no! Oh my god! Um. No. It's not working. The app will not open. Oh good, the cats have been raptured. (laughs) Okay. So I am fucking zero for zero with cats right now. Oh no! Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's. Is is the Salma Day app working? Yeah. What what is today's Salm? Psalms. You're gonna have to take our phones off us, Susie, because we're gonna ask every time. <laughs> okay. And it's gonna get harder and harder to find a funny song. Okay, so Sam today is Sam one twelve. It's not that funny. <laughs> I can't rewrite the fucking Bible and make it funny. It is. <laughs> praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Blessed are those who fear the Lord, who find great delight in his commands. Their children will be mighty in the land. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches are in their houses and their righteousness endures forever. Even in darkness, light dawns for the upright, for those who are gracious and compassionate and righteous. Good will come to those who are generous and lend freely, who, can, who conduct their affairs with justice, and they will look in triumph on their foes. They have freely scattered their gifts to the poor. Their righteousness endures forever. Their horn will be lifted high in honour. The wicked will see and be vexed. They will gnash their teeth, teeth and waste away. The longings of the wicked will come to nothing. You know what? I picked that one at random and that actually does feel relevant. So uh, I was just yes. going to say, like, the Bible Lucas Lucas is like... I don't know. He doesn't feel great. <laughs> oh no. I like vexed as a word to... I really like vexed. the wicked will see and be vexed. They will gnash their teeth and waste away. Like, fuck yeah. <laughs> I like to imagine uh, Lucas is just looking around seeing if anybody's grinding their teeth in their sleep. <laughs> I, uh, do you know what Lucas is... While while everyone's asleep, he's just gonna say a prayer, just to just to try and keep everyone safe. Could you tell me what the prayer is? Uh, no, it's private. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's such a funny thing to say to a DM. <laughs> the DM will remember this. <laughs> I, okay, hold on. Uh, okay. <laughs> It's been a long time, guys, uh, since I had to do this. Okay, I'm going to say, um, dear God, hiya. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, it's Spookus. Um, I don't know if you're listening. It seems like you might be busy. <laughs> um, I, I'm just, uh, I just want to. Uh, ask you to keep everybody safe um and 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 uh, and let me know if cat is safe amen um speak to you later can you really quickly roll a perception check with disadvantage oh my god i'm so afraid yeah hold on okay that is a 16 you feel like you see something out of the corner of your eye, but when you turn and look, there's nothing there. Do I feel like it was someone, or 
hard to say. Okay. Um, Lucas is going to stop reading his Bible and sort of stand with his back to the enclosed space, just to really keep an eye on everything around him. Cool. So <clears throat> the rest of the night goes fairly without, or the rest of your watch goes without incident. About maybe 2 or 3 a.m., you wake up Guy and Greg for their watch. Um, and you curl up by the fire and try to fall asleep. Um, Guy and Greg? Yeah. It's alright, Greg, you can go back to bed if you want. No, that's, that's alright. Um, he's kind of he's doing that thing where he's kind of nodding and kind of. Yeah, um, um, yeah. <sighs> this is a bit shit, isn't it? Yeah. Sort of thought we'd be in a casino or something now. Yeah, so did I. Well, I guess I guess we can try and find Danny in the morning. Um. You sure he isn't in hell? <laughs> Danny's not going to be in hell. He's great. He'll be in heaven. So, so, so only bad people are in hell. What? Well, I think so. Yeah. Where you come from. <laughs> So bad people down there. Yeah, yeah, that's that's about it. Where you, you your home, where you, you're a bad person. I'm saying you're a bad person. <laughs> I'm trying to communicate to you that I think you're a bad guy. Well, yeah, I, I think I think you made that clear, but also it's a bit rude. From inside the plane, uh, you hear a sort of slightly muffled. Uh, Could you guys keep watch without <laughs> talking? Some of us are trying to sleep. Yeah. Yeah, fine, alright. I'll keep watch. Uh, while uh, he's sort of keeping watch, a uh, guy would like to try and text Amy to see if he can get her shaman's phone number. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Oh, the shaman. Oh, God, this is eventually going to be an NPC and I'm going to have to make it not offensive. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, I mean, think about what kind of Soho shaman he'd be. Oh yeah, the fucking, shaman is—he'd be from Surrey. <laughs> like, the shaman you know. is definitely some fucking like white dude called Dave. Oh, no, yeah. he should be from Chelsea. You can reuse our like um, orc voices. <laughs> oh my god! Right, I'm gonna work on this. I'm gonna work. Okay, come back round. Do you text? Do you want to roll? Um... Do you want to roll a d20 for your phone? Yes. Uh, that's a 14. You guys have all 14s with the phones. Yeah, you have one bar. Uh, you can text Amy. Uh, what do you say? Just asking for her. Yeah, I say, uh, all right, darling. Uh, hope you're okay. Uh, listen, can you give me your shaman's phone number, please? Because I don't know if you've noticed, but it's all gone a bit weird. <laughs> uh, I'll give you a bell when I'm back in London, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> you immediately get a text back. Yeah. Just, <laughs> uh, just saying. Yeah, Bible. I'll look out. Um, it's a bit shit in it. <laughs> yeah, it's XOXO. a bit. XOXO. And then like an aubergine emoji. <laughs> <laughs> and Does then that... the peach emoji. And then like the little water 
Amuda. <laughs> Do those even render on Guy's terrible Nokia phone? No, no, you just get boxes. But you know, yeah. you, just, like, you just know. Mm. You just think that the boxes are the sexy thing. So yeah, you just think the boxes are very sexy. I mean, so you get yeah, babe, I'll look it out. Bit shit in it. Box, box, box. <laughs> uh, got a text box. Oh, thanks, doll. Don't die. <laughs> XOXO. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, she just replies, lol. Hell no. Oh, she's um, so Actually, um, could you, Guy, while you're in the night, could you. That was a weird way of saying that. <laughs> could you roll to make beautiful music? While you're in the night with a K. I think well. I just had a stroke. Um, could you roll me. A perception check. Mm. Oh no. Oh no, that's a natural one. Oh. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Everything's fine. This is great. Everything's fine. Oh my fine. god, it's a natural one minus one. That's <laughs> <laughs> a zero. Okay, so you... You're starting to suspect, right? That you never left Heathrow Airport. <laughs> And you're starting to suspect that it was an MI6 front. Which is interesting, because you have no idea what MI6 is. <laughs> Except to know, for ab- almost absolute certainty, that these woods that you are in are an MI6 front, which is actually Heathrow <laughs> Airport, which is run by these people. I knew you I think thought. MI6 is people? Hard to say. All those things that Artem said about the alphabet were right. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. So, the rest of the night goes without much incident. Um, You do your watch. Nothing creeps up. Uh, You wake, I would say, probably relatively early because no one can sleep in when they're camping because camping's the fucking worst. The worst. Just the worst. Why would you just sleep indoors? Why would you do that? I'm not afraid of alienating any listeners who camp. They suck. No. Any listeners who camp, if you could just uh, hit us up on, I can't remember what our Twitter is, but um, fucking fight. Pods on tour. At Pods on tour. If you ca- if you if you've been affected by any of the issues around camping that we've discussed today, please at if, Susie personally and not the account. If you're a fan of camping, if you could just hit us up at Pods on Tour or at Susie J Ray to set up a physical fight, we, I would like to do that because I don't respect you. Artem, Artem wakes up and hunts the plane for coffee. Uh, yeah, oh. you, I mean, yeah, you nice. find coffee. And we're going to make you roll investigation, like, every time you look for something. You, Excellent. yeah, you, you find some coffee. You, the remnant of the fire are still going, so you can fairly easily cook up a coffee. There's still some of Guy's milk left. Cook up a coffee. <laughs> you can cook up a coffee, Susie. Cook up, cook up a coffee. Cook up a coffee. Campfire. Cook up a penguin. Like a pe- yeah. <laughs> yeah, cook up a coffee. What's are there any penguins problem? on this, uh, where, in this, in this clearing? Are there any penguins in this clearing? Yeah, are there any fucking penguins that I could possibly pick up <laughs> roll, in this clearing? You roll fuck a nature it, roll. check. Roll a nature I will, check. I will roll, Rory. Nature, I'll roll a fucking nature check. Fucking nature check. 
<laughs> no, there's no penguins. Fifteen. Fuck. There's no fucking oh, penguins. If it was a nat, if, oh, if that were a nat twenty, ooh, you would have looked stupid that you didn't. <laughs> there's still be no instead. penguins, but you'd be really aware of it. There's a, there's a dead penguin that the plane was transporting. Oh no! <laughs> there was one penguin that the, the plane crashed directly into. <laughs> God. And a smaller penguin love... pushing it, going, Papa? Oh no! Oh, no! <laughs> anyway, Artem has his coffee. Yeah. Guy would like to wander over to where Artem is, and he's going to yell up into the plane, Artem, what was all that stuff you were saying back at the airport <laughs> about um, the letters and the people in the blue shirts? Because. I had a think, and I think you might have been onto something there. Well, something is definitely up, because now there are government weapons on loose. You know, world appears to be ending. I'm not sure we can blame MI6 for that, though. More likely, USA. Uh, quick question. What is MI6, please? (sighs) It's... Why don't you go and ask Greg? He will know. All right. Greg's still asleep. He's drooling. <laughs> He's just kind of hanging over, over like the the uh, uh, um, row of three seats, one of the least destroyed rows of three seats, and kind of. <laughs> uh, well, guy's not going to wake him up because I feel he, he already senses there's some bad blood there. Can't understand <laughs> why. Because He's been very nice. Uh, is oh. Lucas awake? Uh, Lucas is just waking up. Um, he smells the coffee. Is there any spare coffee? Artem? Uh, yeah, Artem left the pot. Like he, he brewed quite a lot of coffee and then just poured himself a cup a cup of coffee. Artem brewed an, an entire pot of coffee and then poured the bits that he didn't want away. <laughs> <laughs> Making eye contact as he did so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Lucas would like to um, grab a coffee, which he sniffs. And shudders, but drinks anyway, because he is addicted to coffee. Um, and, uh, yeah, he'd like to he'd like to make breakfast for everyone. Um, while he's doing that, a guy would like to wander over and be like, Luke, Lucas, uh, morning, uh, do you know what MI6 is, please? Uh, yeah, MI6 is, um, why? <laughs> oh, because <laughs> Artem said I should ask you. Uh, okay. Basically, Lucas is just worried that <laughs> he's going to take this in a weird direction. <laughs> um, he's going to be like, um, oh, um, did you ever see James Bond? I've not seen all that many films. Okay. Well, fair enough. Um, so basically, MI6 is just the British intelligence service. So, you know, like spies. Oh. Artem, who has walked over at this point, sort of snorts and goes, Pfft. Intelligence. <laughs> yeah, um, sick burn on MI6. So <laughs> anyone, if we've got any listeners who work for MI6, <laughs> you just at us at um, Pods on Tour. Come at me, bro. Um, <laughs> fight Fat Sam. It's much more threatening because he's about twice the size of me. <laughs> to be clear, Sam really respects the work of our intelligence community when they're not <laughs> doing extra judicial killings. But Artem <laughs> has no respect for MI6. Right, <laughs> knock. Um, yeah, uh, he's he's just gonna. While he's talking about this, he's he's just gonna be kind of looking through the plain food and seeing if there's any breakfast stuff for people. Oh, I'll help. 
Um, yeah, you, again, I'm not going to make you roll to find food at this point. Yeah, you find, like, some stuff. Where'd you get a plane? Oh, those, like, weird little, like, dry biscuit things they give you. Basically, like, packaged scones and tiny uh, things of jam. Perfect. Well, he's, and, he's like, gonna... those little individual cubes of butter. Oh. <laughs> you know the ones, like, wrapped in foil? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, he's going to pasta is around. While they're while all the ingredients are being gathered, um, Artem with his cup of coffee. Bulletproof coffee. Um, I'm not making bullet coffee. That's disgusting. Uh, <laughs> I am going to just sort of circle the plane, and I'm looking to see if there are any tracks leading away from the plane. Marvelous. Can, can you roll a either nature or investigation, depending what you feel in your heart? <laughs> I am a ranger, so this is my one time to roll a nature range. Check. That is a 14. Um, yeah, 14 will do it. It's not subtle. You circle the plane, and when you get to the opposite side of the plane from what you were on before, you find that someone has scrawled something on the side of the plane. <gasps> in... Honestly, it looks like it was in Sharpie. Oh, I'm glad you said Sharpie. <laughs> in sh- and- Sharpie. <laughs> in shit. shit. Um, yeah. In Sharpie. In pen. And this is, I'm going to read this out. I do not expect you to remember this. 28.79610006 space 114.7070007 slash hyphen 35.0699997 space 173.285037 across the side of the plane. Artem, Quite big letters. Uh, it's just sort of standing in front of it with his coffee. Just takes a sip, nods to himself, and just starts walking back towards the group. Uh, Lucas is coming over to hand you your dry scone, etc. Oh, thank you. It's very kind, Lucas. You hear a kind of thump from inside the the, the um, plane, and you hear the muffled noise of "Oh shit!" As um, Greg appears to have uh, just rolled off the seat that he was on, as he was kind of vaguely waking up, <laughs> and a moment later he kind of appears around the. Um, corner. Uh, yeah, is there? Oh, what the? Did, what, who, who did this? Who did what? The writing. Um. Well, it looks like somebody else survived crash. Uh, let's assume Dan for now. And uh, these are coordinates. Oh. What? I sh- I sure they're not a phone number. It's quite a long <laughs> phone number. No, they're definitely coordinates. I wasn't thinking that they were a phone number. I've done enough orienteering courses to recognise coordinates when I see them. Oh, Artem, right. do you have do you have anything you can put them into? Uh Artem takes his phone out of his pocket. <laughs> Checks his iPhone. <laughs> and opens Google Maps. <laughs> you yeah, there is nothing. Google Maps is not is not there. Hmm. No signal. He takes a photo of the of the numbers anyway. Nice. Um, Greg, could you roll an insight check for me? Oh, I got a seventeen. It's it really, really looks like Daniel's handwriting. And you also remember from childhood, Daniel really loves puzzles. But also Daniel never quite got a grasp of what was and wasn't a reasonable puzzle. <laughs> he either went way too easy or like impossibly hard much like I do with combat 
<laughs> so Greg, Greg just starts laughing. He just, <laughs> it's he's he's definitely. I don't know how he's done it, but he's definitely fucking with us. He did this sort of thing. So it's a. This is like the world's most psycho escape room, guys. This is just. It's just. It's just. It's just Daniel. He's been. He's he's done some nuts coordinates shit and now he's he's well he's probably what he's probably he can probably see us there's probably like cameras or something and uh, oh he's <laughs> it's gonna be fine it's gonna be fine all right we gotta go to wherever these uh coordinates are there's probably like a little um uh uh i i i i, I it's, it's it's gonna be, oh it's gonna be so fun it's gonna be so fun yeah yeah you're all right mate <laughs> oh, you, oh, you guys probably in it because uh, yeah, because uh, the demon shit's obviously insane. Are you saying that Dan did this? Yeah, I mean, look, he likes weird puzzles and shit. That's his handwriting. That's his like, like you, you see the way he, you see the way he puts a little heart over the twos. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, uh, yeah, it's, that's just exactly like him. He's done that ever since we were kids. Ah. Uh. I don't. I don't think he would have crashed a plane, though. No, it's, I mean, the, the plane didn't crash. Look, this is like one of those experience things. It's I probably mean, a bunch of different people on the. It's, so, so what they do is they get you on the plane. They just we were just flying in circles around Heathrow. I mean, somebody tried to kill me. I'm not sure that that. Oh, nobody tried to kill you. Look, you're fine. You're absolutely fine. And guys, in and it. So probably what happened is he like set off um, a little squib thing and then be put blood on you put ketchup on you or something uh, and it was gone crazy the I'm guy was just really, an actor really not in on it mate I don't really know what you're talking about okay I actually believe that I'm ready to completely rewrite everything that I was just thinking because I don't believe that you can be in on anything <laughs> but um, uh, yeah also Lucas yeah. does have a very yeah. visible bite mark still in his Lucas neck. is like, like a, a oh, human you guys bite are mark all, it's, oh it's a it's a big thing because it's a big thing because Daniel was razzing me about, about whether I'd be his his best man. And yeah, it's a big, it's just a big joke on me to make, oh, it's going to be, oh, Daniel, come on out, mate. Come on, it's done. It's all, it's over. R10 slaps, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> and rolling an armed attack. 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 That is a 12. Uh, my AC's 14. Wow. Artem attempts you, to slap Greg. I'd say you slap him, but it doesn't hurt. What are you doing? Look at me. Look look at me. The world is ending. We are we have a lot on our plate right now. We do not need you to go on flights of fancy like this. You you just Alright, okay, fine. You know what? Clearly you guys want to do this thing, so yeah, the world's the world's ending. Artem checks his pistol. I don't know what I did with the guy with the the the, the, the big bit of metal that I whacked him in the head with. But that was probably fine. That's probably all part of it. It's probably fine. Oh, no, no. He's he's dead, mate. <laughs> Pretty dead. He's, Daniel has this dark sense of humour and I love him for it. This is not productive. Let's get moving. Uh, and Artem goes and starts to grab together like a bunch of stuff as well as his rucksack. So like, where where are we supposed to be going? Coat. Anywhere but here. 
Why? We look for signal for phones. We look for Dan. We look for other survivors. I'm gonna um. I'm going to take Artem aside or, or go up to Artem and go, um, speaking of signals for a friend, we, we really need to get a better signal in a second. Um, did you have a voicemail at all? Does anyone have a voicemail? I checked my phone. Um, I checked mine. Artem, yeah, I assume my phone isn't working. You don't have a voicemail. Um, Greg, your phone is now turning on, but there's nothing on oh, it. Okay. Yeah. I'll check mine um, as well. Guy, could you roll... Roll me a d20, please. Okay. Uh, that's a 13. You check your phone. There's nothing. There's no text. No messages on it. And then you suddenly have this moment of being like, that's where I left it. And you look, like, start raking into the bottom of your bag and you pull out your other phone, which you haven't <laughs> seen for quite a while. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this one is much better quality. Like this is a good phone. This is like the equivalent of like an iPhone, like a, a phone that a normal person would have. Um, and it turns on because, of course, it turns on. Uh, its battery life is uh, eternity. Uh, and you have about four hundred missed calls. <laughs> from from hell. The number is just hell. The number is 666. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, a few more sixes because that's not enough to make up a phone number. The number is like 666666. Dial 666666. 666666. Oh, so you've um, seen the ads. <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah. You have loads of missed calls from hell. Oh. Um, spanning back about, honestly, the the full six months you've been on Earth, basically from the day you arrived on Earth and immediately lost your phone. Um, you realise now that you had put it at the bottom of your bag for safekeeping. That had not worked. It has been there since then. You also, the most, there are loads of texts, and the texts start off just being like, update, question mark, and get more and more Frantic and then surly. And you got one this morning. The most recent one is this morning. (laughs) It is the first time the text hasn't just been from hell. It says... Hold on. It says, where the fuck are you? Call me. Um, And the text is from... (laughs) Dad. (laughs) <laughs> and then in brackets I guess he's not really my dad <laughs> but I call him that dad uh, sorry then, in guys in guys phone there's also uh, an entry for daddy <laughs> you know that that's is. in his other other phone <laughs> exactly um, yeah it's just like dad he hates it when I call him that he's not really my dad and then just like a cat emoji <laughs> Or you just eventually you just run out of characters to describe this person, their relationship to you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, you never run out of characters on this phone. So, guy's gonna take a look at this text from his dad, and he's just gonna be like, "Oh fuck, I'm in real trouble now." 
oh, okay. And he just switches the phone off immediately and buries it at the bottom of the bag. And he's just like, well, uh, should we go? Uh, did you say that we were, we were going, going? Yeah. Great idea. Yeah. Um, Come on, yeah, this, this I feel time, like... Artem has divvied up the supplies into like four equal piles and has sort of like gestured everyone towards each pile. A uh, guy just fucking yeets himself onto his pile, scoops it up immediately, and just sort of like, well, all right, yeah, uh, uh, early start, yeah, let's go. All right, follow um, me, I'm trained tracker. <laughs> All right, we're coming soon, Daniel. We're going to see you soon. I know you can see us through your network of silicon chips and whatnot. Can I investigate the the site where he wrote the stuff, or whoever wrote the stuff? Uh, Yeah, go for it. Roll investigation. This is 18. So you also recognise this as um, Daniel's handwriting. Um... And you can see that there's been a sharpie just dropped, like lid off, dropped on the ground at the bottom. I'll pick it up, pocket it, just in case. Yeah, free sharpie. <laughs> um, and the expensive. only other thing, you the night before you dragged the pilot's body around to the other side so you didn't have to like look at it while you were sleeping, and it's yeah. nearby, and you just sort of catch a glint, like a glinting out the corner, yeah, out the corner of your eye. As you pass it, and you go to look a little bit closer, and you see that the pilot around his neck has a little gold crucifix. I'm taking it. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, that... your... Wow, looting a dead body, Lucas. <laughs> what are they going to do? Not send him to heaven again? We're, we're, we really are playing d You sinner. <laughs> right. I'm going to take it because, actually, um, one of the things that I did forget, like, every single time we had a conversation about equipment, is that I wanted Lucas to wear a crucifix necklace. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to say that he left it at home and this is like... He has it back. Or he has one back. Well, he left it at home when he was going to Vegas. <sighs> it must have felt very kind of ambiguous about that. <laughs> I feel like he left it to like as a little symbol for to look after the cats. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> he left oh, it like on, on the shelf with a candle... You know, Wait, a lit candle. The... No, not a lit candle. <laughs> Crazy. Say. Lu- Lucas a, is very a lit candle. A little picture of Princess Di. <laughs> <laughs> Lucas is very fire safety conscious, so he would never do that. But yeah, okay. So he would like to take the necklace and say thanks, pilot, but not really thanks because you tried to kill me. Um, I hope you're at peace. And then he kind of like blesses him. He is now. Does he have any of that holy water? He's got his flask, but it's empty because he couldn't take liquids on the plane. (laughs) 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 Lads on tour is Faye Evans as Lucas Rossi, Sam Ferguson as Artem Volkov. JJA Harwood as Guy Chapman, Susie Ray as our GM, and me, Ruri McDuff, as Greg Roomba. Um, thank you so much for listening to the show. Um, if you enjoyed it, please, please, please subscribe and give us that five star review on Apple Podcasts. That makes a huge difference um, to how people find podcasts and it'll keep us making the show. So it sounds like a good deal to me. 
Um, our next episode that's coming up in two weeks time so if you subscribe right now you can be sure you won't miss it so do it do it now I can, I can wait you can just do that now I, I'm going to assume you've done it um, you can also follow us on Twitter uh, at Pods on Tour and hey do you know what you can tell your friends about the show and that will help as well you can tell your enemies about the show you can tell anyone you like about the show within certain legal restrictions um, and, 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 and that'll all be good for us probably um, so yeah thanks very much and see you in two weeks praise the lord